0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to this edition of the Connected Families podcast. We are starting a new five-part series called The Magnet Says It All. I'm Stacey Bellward, and I'm so glad you're joining us. Today is the first in this series by co-founders Jim and Lynn Jackson explaining the core framework of Connected Families teaching as captured on a refrigerator magnet. Many people have told us that the magnet says it all and has helped them grow to be parents that they want to be. So listen in for your fresh insight and aha moments.
1: Well, here we are again. Mm Mm-hmm. Good to be here. Across the table from each other. With looking, our
2: coffee and dark chocolate. And looking through <laughs> microphone cables,
1: at your beautiful blue eyes. And you're so well lit in this office today. Oh, really all right, good. honey,
2: let's roll them. Okay, we'll roll them.
1: <laughs> so we're here today to talk about the origins of this refrigerator magnet that mm-hmm. has helped so many people. I want to tell that story quickly because it was such a framing moment for us. It's early in the 1990s. I'm working with high-risk teens and their parents.
2: And I'm working with young adults with sensory and behavioral challenges.
1: As we would compare notes about what we were experiencing in our different careers, we realized that sometimes the best help that we gave to the young people we were trying to serve was to actually help their parents. Mm -hmm. And out of that energy, that realization, in the high-risk teen setting where I worked, I started running a support group for parents, and it was very informal, it was very loosely organized, there was no curriculum, but we just invite parents into a group every Monday night where they could sort of share their struggles and encourage one another, and I started in that setting to learn how to ask the kind of questions that would help parents dig a little deeper and a little deeper and, and sort of move away from all of the energy about just fixing behavior mm-hmm. into a deeper energy, which was really about addressing the nature of the relationship that the parents and the teens had. And one day I got a phone call from an irate father who had heard we had these groups. And I'll never forget this. He's like, I hear that you're helping parents get their kids in line. A great start. I kind of bristled a little bit, but I was like smart enough to know if I just tell him that's not what we do, I'd lose him. So I just said, you know, I, I think maybe I can help you. You ought to come to the group I'm not coming to the group he said that would be an embarrassment to me and my family and I don't want people to know all right well could we have a conversation right now? Maybe I can help you. Well, sure. That's why I called. So I started asking some of the questions that we had asked in the group, questions about the nature of the relationship, questions about things they'd done together that they had enjoyed, questions about where he, as the dad, was getting his sense of worth so that he could come to the problems with a sense of calm and peace that passes understanding. And he didn't like any of the questions I was asking. And he got quickly frustrated to the point where he hung up the phone on me. And I was frustrated that I hadn't, figured out a way to help him with questions that would help him help his teenager better. So I did the best I could to write down all the questions I had asked him. And there was probably 15 or 20 questions. And and I was trying to figure out, you know, how do these fit together? And I'm not really a very good systematic thinker. So I'm thinking to myself, hey, I'm going to bring these home to Lynn because she likes to kind of put things in pieces (laughs) like puzzles. I love diagrams. So I I brought the list home to you. Uh Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. And then we sorted them out kind of in categories and kind of came up with a basic triangle of energies and efforts that parents can give to their kids to really have a solid relationship with them.
1: Yeah, and we we called it affirmation for doing and affirmation <laughs> for being, being and, and some weird things that yeah. were really hard to remember. But we started putting these into place, I did, in my work with the parents group. And all of a sudden, the parents were like, oh, this is a way of thinking. This is a structure that I can mm-hmm. use and follow. And they came back with story after story after story about how thinking this way helped them as parents. And then it became clear to us after After that little picture, the picture was missing one thing, which is the bottom of the triangle now that we call the Connected Families Framework called a parent's foundation. We called it soul care back then, doing your soul care. Right, right. And so what we're going to do... Over the next few minutes, here is just introduce this framework as it's come to exist and help thousands of parents. We were just looking at podcast statistics in all 50 states and over 60 countries, and really kind of amazing where God has spread these ideas. But we want to share the ideas with you in as concise a way as we can, knowing that we're going to have to make what's on a magnet give the word pictures for that, right? Mm-hmm. And I've already sort of described that at the bottom of this picture, which is sort of pyramid shaped, is our foundation. It's who we are, it's about us, it's about how how we grow spiritually. It's about how we have insight about our lives. It's about how we grow to understand ourselves and our relationship with God and be defined not by the behavior of our kids or our spouses or our job at work or any of that stuff. It's about how to be defined by God's truth for us. Mm -hmm.
2: And when that's in place, then we can come to the challenge of really interacting with our kids full and ready to give. And that first principle, almost like a layer on a layer cake (laughs) above foundation, is connect. And that's where we really can communicate to our kids throughout the day you are loved and enjoyed we just do fun little things we smile we hug we do all the things that parents do to just communicate you're delighted in i have great affection for you and that just brings peace to Mm -hmm. kids hearts but part of connect is also communicating you are loved no matter what and all that doesn't just go out the window as soon as you misbehave
1: yeah so we talk about this bottom part of this framework the foundation building up to connect as the nest of grace for our relationships Mm -hmm. with our kids but but then it doesn't stop there because if all we do is grace and fun 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 stuff with our kids it produces weak kids so there's an accountability set of messages and principles too
2: right but parents tendency sometimes is to jump right to correct but there's a really important principle in between and so that next principle is called coach where we build values and skills and wisdom and faith in our kids, and we're proactive, and we don't wait for them to misbehave, but we jump in and we teach and train and and equip them to make wiser choices and to connect well and get along well with people. And we, over time, we guide them towards their purpose in life and their purposes and set them up to be a blessing. So coach is just a really important part of a
1: parent's relationship
2: with their child Mm -hmm. that's often
1: overlooked. Concisely, we tell parents... It's the stuff you would do to teach and train your kids in right from wrong and in their important life skills without having any permission to address their misbehavior. Right. So it's very proactive. But then, of course, our kids are going to misbehave. And so the sort of the top layer, not necessarily the frosting on the cake, but uh, the top layer of this this framework is the effort we call correct, because Mm -hmm. we are compelled by the scriptures to care for the discipline of our children and to correct them when they're off track. It's really the way we talk about correct is a very different way of looking at correction. It's not about what are the punishments or the consequences that will motivate kids to do right, as much as it's about helping our youngsters even beginning at age three to start to learn to develop wisdom about why to behave certain ways, what the impacts are on other people, and put consequences in place not to punish them to motivate them to do right, but consequences in place that motivate them to make right what they've made wrong, to restore. It's a model of restoration, of grace. You know, we often hear parents say, I need to know the right consequence for this misbehavior. And for us, the answer to that question is not rooted in, uh, you know, what's the right cheese to put in the maze to get the to go where I want it to go. It's about how to make right what they've made wrong.
2: Holding them accountable for
1: that. So that's the framework in a nutshell. And we often take a lot longer to introduce that in the context of workshops that we do with parents. And then one of the things, and this is really at step one of building a stronger foundation that we invite parents to do, is to look inward, look at themselves, look at their own relationships with their kids and start to sort of quantify to the degree that they can, not scientifically necessarily, but just intuitively to start to quantify what kind of energy are you putting into your relationship with your children? How much of your energy in relationship to each of your kids get? And then when you think about each child separately, how much of the energy that you give to them is connecting? How much of that energy is coaching? How much of that energy is correcting. And that's going to be really different for each child, usually, because different temperaments
2: kind of elicit different types of responses from us. And so it's really helpful to just stop and step back and go, wow, how you're looking at each child individually, how does my relationship with them shape up?
1: Yep. And when we do this activity with parents we pretty consistently work with groups who arrive at very similar conclusions aha moments if you will like when they do this work to say how much of my energy toward child b is connecting how much of it is coaching and how much of it is correcting and then how does my answer compare if i'm in a married or co-parenting relationship how does my energy compare with my spouse Mm -hmm. or co-parent. And it's a very eye-opening sort of an experience, isn't it? Yep. There's all sorts of patterns that we see that parents having done this
2: for years now and asking parents what they've discovered, there's certain things that emerge that are that are very common, and one of them is just that one child takes a disproportionate <laughs> amount of energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's often not news to parents, but yeah. when they divide it out, it's like, wow, that is really an issue. Yeah,
1: and generally that child who gets the disproportionate energy also then gets a disproportionate amount of correction mm-hmm. versus connection and coaching. Yeah. And we see that really often, don't we?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Probably the most common um pattern that parents maybe would really like to change is they recognize one child in particular is really heavy on correction and they struggle a lot and they get it a lot and they get connection just when they're being good and Mm -hmm. looking cute and there's really not much effort at all at coaching at building values and skills to make
1: wiser choices. Right. Parents oftentimes when we talk about coaching, they're like, we don't really even kind of get that. We just wait for trouble to do our teaching Mm -hmm. as opposed to getting proactive to do our best teaching and training and the values and the skills their kids are going to need. And so it's a profound activity. And at the end of it, we often will see sadness from parents like, oh, this is not the picture I want to paint. And that's a really critical sort of even way to say it. Like, this is not the picture I want to paint. That's why we do this, to help parents identify what they want and don't want to do. Mm -hmm. And there was one particular gal years ago that this story stood out so profoundly that I think we should tell it.
2: So a mom came to a workshop and we explained this diagram of the foundation at the bottom to strengthen us and then connect and coach and correct as the three real main aspects of relating to our kids you know it's kind of a triangle a pyramid as we said and she looks at it and she goes Oh, my pyramid is upside down. And she was kind of discouraged at first. But then we talked about, now you understand, now you see it, now you can make some changes that that you'll feel Mm -hmm. really good about. Mm -hmm. And she began to get a little more encouraged and she began to make some significant changes because she had a really intense, highly wound kiddo and that she was just on him for all his misbehavior. It was like God had a work in her heart that day and she really changed how she related yeah, and we could
1: see it in her face. When we're doing this assessment, you can see her countenance just get heavier and heavier. But then as we talked about, this is about a want to. She realized, yes, by God's spirit, I want to change. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to start working on this stuff. And she left the room encouraged, filled with courage to make the changes that she believed God was compelling her to make. And it was all rooted in thinking through these ideas in the framework. And And she spent many years actually doing that and would say today, I think, I don't know that my kids have turned out exactly the way I was hoping they would. But I'm really happy with how I parented. Mm -hmm. And that's what this framework does for parents across cultures, across demographics. And we're going to invite you to think more about that after our break. And we're going to talk about how you can get the magnet here in just a little bit. But we're excited to talk on the other side about some changes that we've seen happen in families because of putting these ideas in place.
0: Hey, everybody are you wondering what the connected families framework refrigerator magnet that jim and lynn are talking about actually looks like are you interested in using it to help you parent with peace and purpose we'd love to get one in your hands the magnet is only five dollars and shipping is included you'll find all the information in our show notes or go to our website connectedfamilies.org. many parents have found that the magnet has been a great quick reference that guides them through heated parenting moments. For me, it's been a valuable tool that I've used many times and has completely changed the way that I've shown up in hard parenting moments. It's really changed so much in my family. I just can't recommend it enough. Be sure to check out our show notes or go to connectedfamilies.org and get your framework magnet today.
1: So we're talking on this side of the break about ways that parents have benefited. And one of the things that we frequently hear parents say after being presented this stuff is, oh, I should do this and I should do that. And there's sort of almost a discouraged countenance. But Lynn, in your coaching, you've worked with parents around this dynamic a lot, haven't you?
2: Yeah. And it's really important for parents to pay attention to the phrase, boy, I really need to blank. I need to change this. I need to be more patient. I I need to be this. I need more connection, not as much correction. And that almost feels like a burden, like we're digging ourselves out of a hole of shame, (laughs) and instead to just start from level ground by God's grace and and think about where you want to climb to, where you want to go to, and just going from the phrase of, oh, I really need to just not correct so much and connect more. To just translate that into, Mm -hmm. you know what? I want to just strengthen the connection in my relationship with my child and just be more relaxed and in correction. And that would feel really good to me. And you can feel the difference Mm -hmm. in that perspective. Mm -hmm. So it's important for everybody, but particularly moms that can get just so discouraged about their parenting to just go, yeah, this is what I'm working on. Lord's working with me on it. And I'm trusting him to teach me to be the kind of parent that that would just really be an even stronger blessing to my kids.
1: So then from this frame of becoming the parent I want to be, and then putting the messages and the principles of this framework in place, we've seen all kinds of amazing transformation in families, even Even in short periods of time, I I remember distinctly a a parent who'd been in a workshop for a few weeks and realized they were making the changes they wanted to make, and, and this parent came and said, this framework? has become the ballast in our family's boat. We just keep going back to it time and time again, and, and it's like it frees the Holy Spirit to give wisdom for parenting in a whole new way, and our kids get it, and they're excited, and it's like Jesus is showing up in our home again.
2: <laughs> I remember the day after doing a workshop at church, within like an hour or less, two different pastors came to us and said, this magnet, it's amazing, and, and one of them said, I sit down with my wife several times a week, and we kind of go over it and talk about how things are going and what's going well and what we could improve. And then another pastor came by a little bit later and says, you know, I look at that thing on my refrigerator several times a day, Mm -hmm. and it just sort of keeps me grounded.
1: And that story reminds me of a couple who came to us saying that they were in all kinds of turmoil before they saw this framework because they somehow had been led to believe that parenting consistently meant doing the same things in the same way with their kids so that their kids could know from father to mother what to expect and they found themselves in frequent conflict about whose way was right and which way was best and, and why did you do it that way and this is a couple whose disagreement about parenting was so intense that they were on the verge of divorce and they
2: were extremely extremely different from each other. She mm-hmm. was like this highly social uh, business manager and he was a math guy that, you know, should have shut down when the language demands were too great. They had such different styles.
1: But when they realized, both of them lovers of Jesus, that they could Parent uniquely, according to these principles, instead of according to the methods that they used, all of a sudden they were on the same page and they were excited to support one another's different and unique Mm -hmm. ways of dealing with the challenges. And they told us sometime later that it wasn't the marriage counseling that saved their marriage. It was this framework. That's right. Because it put them on the same page. And we've got a blog post that we'll in, be including in the show notes about
2: parenting with someone that's entirely different mm-hmm. from you. And it's actually our story in that. I was gonna as say well. Lynn and I, you know,
1: we're we're mostly alike, but <laughs> There's a couple of little ways where we're different. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Which is right. utterly untrue.
0: <laughs> uh, we're, we're still trying to figure it out after 33 and a half years ENFP of marriage. How come you don't think ISTJ. like I do? <laughs> after all
1: this time, how come I don't think like you do? What's going on here? We're getting there. We're getting oh, there. Yep, for well, sure. to sort of conclude this thinking about what the benefits of the magnet are, I, I want to revisit that mom who early on talked mm-hmm. about her framework being upside down because she had quite a journey and I think it's worth mentioning it just briefly.
2: She began, and to really focus on just ways to be okay when her son was struggling. So strengthen that foundation and then connect with him and just begin to enjoy him and have fun with him. And he responded so well to that because he was very insensitive and relational and intense. And so... He began to actually calm down a little bit as she just enjoyed him and had fun with him and played with him. Over the years, she and her husband really developed a sense of purpose for their family. And they got their kids involved in ministering to a good friend of hers who was a single mom coming out of just a really abusive, Mm -hmm. physically abusive divorce. And the whole family helped
1: and got a
2: sense of purpose. But they also had a framework to guide them when that sensitive son of theirs struggled. And he did. And he, you know, the night before high school, school graduation, they didn't know if he was going to be walking across that stage (laughs) or not. That's how tough it was. But they kept their relationship with him solid. Through all that, there was times of, you know, some chemical use and a lot of stress. But this framework helped them navigate those difficult years until he kind of came out the other side of that and began to really figure out what was important to him in Mm. life and start to go after
1: it. Another powerful story that we know about actually resides in a person we're in the room with, our moderator, our host. <laughs> Yay, our, Stacey! We, we haven't figured out your title yet today. What's your title today, <laughs> Stacy?
2: Well, let's just say host.
1: Stacey wears so many Friend, hats. of Queen,
2: Queen of, of, of podcasting yeah. insight.
1: <laughs> but you've got a story, don't you, about I how do. this framework really inspired you, not just as it relates to parenting, but even about joining us at Connected Families.
0: Well, you know, it was in the beginning, I came to Connected Families just when you we're starting to create online courses, and I was one of the beta testers. So it was a while oh. ago. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know that. And I was just <laughs> learning about the framework, <laughs> we and experimented I it on of course you. went and got the magnet because if you want to learn something, you need to kind of keep it in front of you, yep. keep looking mm-hmm. at it a couple times a day. And so, as I was trying to learn it, I, there was this day. Here's the story of how I <laughs> used the framework. There was this day when my daughter and I, who was a tween at the time, we were just getting into it, Locked and it wasn't. I can see. wasn't pretty. <laughs> it wasn't pretty, and I was getting frustrated, and she was getting frustrated back, which is what happens, right? And there were words, and it's getting louder. And I realized, Stacy, stop. You're learning a better way than mm. this.
1: Which is really a key foundational thing. Like you stopped yourself from going down the momentum. You Mm -hmm. took a breath, Mm -hmm. chose a different direction.
0: That's right. Well, the breath came in a second because I said, hold on to my daughter. And I ran downstairs to the fridge and I grabbed the magnet (laughs) off the fridge. (laughs) And as I was walking, I was breathing. Because remember that from the chorus and from you guys. And I was breathing (laughs) and I was praying like, Lord, I want to do this different. I don't want this old pattern Mm -hmm. to continue. Mm -hmm. And so I was looking at... At this magnet, which has really been such an amazing, what, cheat sheet? Or just yeah. like, yeah, wait, yeah, that's you know, it. it's, it's just a quick thing, sheet. yeah, that I could just <laughs> look through. And it has quick words that mm-hmm. I could grab. And and so it just helped me to be able to show up in that place with my daughter the way that I wanted to. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's the way it. That I there you to. said it. Yeah. The way that I wanted to. And so often as parents, we we're not the way we want to be. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. then what happened?
0: So I literally walked through the framework. And if our friends listening, get the framework, they'll see it. It has questions for you to think about, but it's all really quick. And I walked through it. And really, we don't have that same pattern of getting angry and being Hmm. loud. And and so over the course of the last years, walking through that framework and having that magnet in front of me has changed the course of Mm -hmm. our relationship. And Mm -hmm. this is the
1: story we hear from so many parents, not just about the magnet necessarily, but about the principles represented there, that we've built a ministry around supporting parents to know and live out in their unique ways, according to the breath of the Holy Spirit in and through each unique parent mm-hmm. and into each unique relationship between parents and kids. So mm-hmm. thanks for your story, yeah. Stacey. And... You're
2: welcome. What what I love about that story is just how humble and authentic you were to walk back in the room with this goofy magnet. That...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember her kind of like smirking at me, yeah. like rolling her eyes, really, mom? Yeah. It's like, I don't care. I want yep. to be a different that parent. Totally I love it. that part
2: mm-hmm. of it. Yep. Yep.
1: So our invitation to anybody listening is to get a hold of these ideas. You can go on our website and get them without a magnet, but the magnet seems to help people. They put it on the refrigerator or their bulletin boards. And so, yeah, get a hold of one of these magnets and then chime in to the next few s- segments of this podcast series, and we'll go into a little more depth into each of the four principles represented.
0: That's right, we have four episodes left where we're gonna go through these principles of the framework. So we hope that you are enjoying these podcasts. If you are, please go to our show notes. You can find lots of information there, but while you're there, please rate and review so others can find us more easily. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. We look forward to next time when Jim and Lynn offer encouragement so that you can receive and pass on God's grace and truth to your kids, even in the stresses and messes of everyday life. For more information about Connected Families or to pick up your own Connected Families Framework magnet, visit connectedfamilies.org.